Champagne soccer, the, the squad is back, you know. We're getting in the flow of club football. Domestic cups are rising, you know. The chant is around the corner, and there's been a lot of brothers on the pod popping bottles this weekend for, you know, celebratory reasons. We got to start it off with Clay. Once again, happy birthday. His birthday was on the 6th. And if yeah, you was man. in the DMV area, you know you was in there for four play yeah, Fridays. Man, you know, we was outside, man. You know, my man Quasi shout out to Quasi with that with that sign, man. Vanish Mo Clay is back outside. <laughs> you know, a lot of young was looking like, oh, that's how he's moving, but you know, that's how we move. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And shout out Quasi. He's about to come on an episode of The Last Dance soon. We're gonna have a special Arsenal episode, maybe. Claytis can pull up as the moderator since, you know, he's a secret Arsenal fan, but we'll let that be low for now. But uh, <laughs> but um, how do you feel about uh, what you saw your team do this weekend? We could just start right there. You know, you had two consecutive matches against Man City. Um, you know, the first one was a close one nilla. And then the second one was a body rock in the FA Cup 4-0. So how did you feel about these two matches, man? Yeah, man. Two games just outplayed from minute one to minute 95. Honestly, we just look weak. We didn't have no fight, no desire to win the games. Even when the lineup came out for um for the Carabao Cup or the FA Cup, I think it was, um, just looking at our lineup, it just didn't look like a team that was, you know, built to win a game and even though city put out you know their c slash b minus team like look they they outplayed us man it was it's it was scary to watch chelsea play these past couple of days and it's my birthday didn't even get a shot on goal didn't even score a goal that's that's how (laughs) frightening it is over at chelsea right now we can't even put together five passes um so yeah it's 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 a lot you know it's a lot going on at chelsea for sure now uh Anthony, I remember you and I were talking about the over-reliance of Man City to Erling Haaland or Kevin De Bruyne. And in these two matches, we saw that you guys are weaning off that narcotic. Uh, How do you feel about what you saw in those displays? (laughs) Hey, man. uh, First, I got to give props to the one guy I've been criticizing for the the since the beginning of this show the genesis of this podcast Mares he was in the club and you know Clay I think he must have hit the door on the way out when you was walking in because Mares is back baby and if he if he's scoring we getting that that CL title that I want and yeah, Mar- uh, I tried to pass a few shots in the club this weekend try to throw him off the game <laughs> but he wasn't going for it. Nah, he's he's ready. He's hungry. I think he's one of those players who were mad about the World Cup, um, not being there, not participating. And uh, either way, if he had even off the field issues, it seems like he's he's back. He's hungry. Pep Pep is loving him. Um, I noticed even Pep say stuff about a key. He's like nobody's talking about him, but he's been. Uh, I almost want to misquote him and say he's been pivotal at left back for us since after the World Cup, but he said something else. He basically said a key's nice. Um, who else? Alvarez got his penalty against uh Chelsea. You know, his confidence on a thousand. 
And um, Dan, I want to I want to bring up a, a old uh, episode of The Last Dan that was released on March fifteenth, twenty twenty two. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It never happened. And oh, y'all, wow. that's when that's when Danster <laughs> that's when Danster Domus himself put Chelsea to bed, y'all. He said R.I.P. to them. And sometimes things be on life support. It takes a while. And I believe Chelsea is like a beach whale right now. You know, first uh, mm. we're, we're in a nursing home on life support. Yeah, nah, you go. You're right, but listen, you guys, big team. You're on a beach. You're whale. At first, Chuchu was out. That's like people throwing water on it. Oh, we gotta make it survive. We gotta, we gotta make it live. Let's, let's, oh. let's help it. Then you start buying players. You start buying. That's more buckets of water. We're trying to help it. We're trying to help Free Willy. We're trying to help it. We got to get him back. We got to get him back in the water. <laughs> and then weeks go by. People start getting tired of putting water on this well. And they're like, man, how we, we need to push this joint. Something got to give. And eventually you start finding out, dang, this well's been dead. We, we oh. fucked up. <laughs> so, hey, 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 man, hey, Chelsea. Hey, 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 oh. hey, hey, hey. still beat y'all for the Champions League final. Don't don't forget. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, yeah so, I don't know. Yeah, hey, 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 we scored the goal. We scored the goal. Did it happen? Yeah. I don't know, Clay. I mean, hey, I mean, I, I got I got videos. I know. But sure. I, I think uh, I would. I feel like I got, you are. I got videos. Hey, of Beyonce dancing on me, man. I can edit that. Is that a fake deep? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I got, I got pictures of the Champions League trophies at Chelsea. I don't know if Arsenal fans could show me those pictures. Hey, I don't Cletus, know if you could show me those pictures, man. Cletus, is that like the same thing of them saying that they have footage of them landing on the moon? I don't know. Hey, I don't know, man. <laughs> I got the game. If you want to rewatch it, it's cool, bro. We can have a watch party here at any time. You know? Hey, Cletus, I, I feel like you will argue more that Pep lost us the Champions League final more than y'all won it. Yeah, like, that, was, yeah that was that was haram football, man. That was haram football. About, I'm more mad about Pep ruining the dynasty of Bayern Munich. Oh, uh, like, hey, hey, that's oh, another God. story for another day. Hey, Cletus, yeah. I'm going to give you an episode <laughs> of The Last Day where we're going to break down that Bayern era because it is very interesting. And at first, I used to defend... Uh, Pep, but now I agree with you. For you to have that all-time great roster at their peak of their powers, and you lose three semifinals in a row to teams that you were just in that country against, yeah, that was embarrassing. But we're gonna get in that. We're gonna get into that soon, Clay. Don't worry about that. But I want to ask y'all this because Claytus, as y'all can tell, he's frustrated with this club, rightfully so. Um, he was a guy that was adamant with getting Thomas Tuchel out of there because of, you know, the many reports of how the players were not, uh, you know, interested in the tactics. Guys like Werner wanted to leave and did leave, Lukaku. Um, how do you guys feel about Graham Potter, this experiment? And do you think that the reports of people saying that the players are turning on him too, does that mean that? You know, the writing's on the wall and he has to go. Ephraim, you can start it off. Uh, I kind of pose what I asked last week in a way to Claytus. I mean, you don't you don't have to answer yet, Claytus, but I mean, if you want to address it at some point, hey, by all means. But like what, you know, what authority have they given to, to Graham Potter? Because that's the question I wonder about. Because if you're talking about players already 
turning on him, that means there's no, the, the, you know, the chain of command is pretty much the owners and the board. And that, and that's where it starts and that's where it ends. Like, what, where is uh, Grand Potter on that? You know, what authority does he have? You know, is this the team that he is building or is it the team that Chelsea's building and whatever image that, you know, um, Bowley and his board have for the team? You know, so that's what I wonder about. So I, I don't know this, this, you know, they just got Jao Felix, right? I guess a great pickup, sure. But is he really what Chelsea needs right now? I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I know they can't really score, but they also have other deficiencies as well. I mean, so... You know, they need a backup for uh, Reese James. You know, they need, you know, I think a solid right back. I don't know. Cucurella, I don't know what he's doing. He still hasn't really, I think Clayton's touched on this last week. He hasn't really stepped up to to, to what I guess a Chelsea standard would be. So, um, I don't know, man. This team doesn't look like they have a clear direction. Uh, I'll still question that right now. I think they said, what, eighth, tenth in the Premier League? Yeah, they they hold in tenth right now. They honoring Pele by you know staying in tenth place right now. God R. bless. R.I.P. to the greatest, right? Um. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. That's 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 how I see it right now. I, I think I just think he he needs time if they if they're going to really stick with him. Uh, I don't know if I see that though because if you got players revolting, that, that's a, that's not a good thing. For sure. Now, Anthony, <laughs> after your team smoked Chelsea four nil. Pep said, give Potter more time. When I started my coaching career, I had Messi, so I didn't need two years. What do you think about that statement? Does Potter need more time? Uh, yeah, I think he needs more time. It's, the whole organization is going through a reshaking. So I don't think it just falls onto him because who knows what uh, Bowley's doing, <clears throat> how much of that he has to like listen to. Um, if any, but I, I just know it's it's way more than just uh the manager. It's it's the whole organization that's going through stuff. Maybe he is. Is he the one that's saying, "Hey, I need all these new players now"? Is he going after Felix? Did he pick a Bamiang? Um, did he move? Did he want Cucurella? Like, did like it's it's a lot of stuff. Like, it's I feel like give him time. It's a it's a weird season to want to um, fire a manager after your owner your ownership changes and it's just yeah give him time. Now Marcus, welcome to the show, brother. He was a little late because I mean, hey, first go ahead, Marcus. You back to back champions, man. You could pop your shit, man. What's going on, Marcus? How you feeling? Hey, man. I'm a bit hungover. Go dogs, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that was the most embarrassing national championship ever. 65 to 7. Uh Marcus, how does it feel to be a back-to-back champion, man? Shit different, bro. We we was uh we was the joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Y'all. Everybody with that 28 and 3 bullshit. <laughs> Everybody with Trey Young too weak bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I, I hear y'all out there, bro. Oh, this is a whole state of Georgia <laughs> championship right here, huh? This, ain't hey, you, bro. Bro. this, this get back for everything. This t- t- Tom Brady, all of them, huh? Hey, fuck that guy. We got a dub on him uh, last <laughs> Sunday, too, even though he only played five minutes. 
Um, but yeah, man, feel good, dog. We got a tw- we had a twenty five year old quarterback, old as uh Lamar and uh hey, Josh Allen. <laughs> he did his goddamn thing though. I ain't gonna lie, that shit was a ass whooping. Yeah, somebody walk sent me that. Up. Y'all seen when I sent that Apollo Creed, bro? He did. Somebody yeah. did throw that goddamn towel in. <laughs> Hey Marcus, should Chelsea throw the towel on Grand Potter, or do you think that this I'm is a project this. he has to see out? I guess this, if they gonna like think he the long term coach, then they gotta give him this this uh this full year. Like I mean, like give him the whole like until next like October. Then you put him on the hot seat, even though you got a boy on watching himself on Twitch because he ain't got no team out there that you Me might show. need to pick up. You know, you might need to make that play, but um, I mean, I think he hasn't had time to implement his style. If he gonna bring something like Brighton, he gonna have to get a lot of them players out of there, and he ha- he has to show no loyalty to Cucurella. That boy is Smokerella. Um, who else is that? <laughs> Kuda Bali. You need to go to a a, a slower MLS because this le- these leagues is a little bit too fast for you. I don't know what Chelsea doing at the back. That should be having questions when I watch them. <laughs> yeah. Even at keeper. Like, why is Kepa in the game? Yeah, well, you know. But yeah, they might they they might give him another year. That's what I'll say about that. For sure. Now, Claytis, let's wrap this up before we move on to the other teams. Cause we're gonna circle back about uh about Chelsea talk with, uh, you know, transfers. Ephraim already referenced Jao Felix. So how do you feel about that report? We could, you know, a little teaser for the rest of the transfer preview. How do you feel about the Jao Felix pickup? Um, I mean, everything that Chelsea is doing in the transfer market right now is just kind of like scary and just there's no like substance to it. You really don't know what it is they're doing. You feel me? Like we've bought a number of players, but I just don't know what style we're trying to play, you know, what our visions is for some of these kids. And, you know, we're even handing out eight-year contracts. So it's it's a lot going <laughs> on. I'm not sure what we're trying to achieve. But as it relates to Potter, um, originally, like I always said, you know, I was really big on Tuchel because I just feel like he was killing that dynamic and the chemistry in the team. And, like, you can still see it. Like, players just don't care ever since, like, that whole situation with them. But for Potter, I just feel like he's not really getting players that he wants. And I just feel like Chelsea's too big for him. It's like the same thing with um, when Arteta came, but I think Arteta is, he's used to playing at a high level. And he was at, you know, I don't want to say at big teams his whole life, but like he understands the pressure that comes with playing at a big team. And for Potter, I think this is like a stepping stone for him. So it's like, the pressure is it's on him, bro. Like from day one, it's been there. But if you look at the last five games that we've played, you know, we've I don't think we scored more than three goals. Um, we probably haven't had more than 10 shots on target. Um, so it's like the numbers aren't helping him at the moment. And realistically, I I wouldn't be surprised if he gets sacked. A part of me kind of want a coach that's like very demanding and aggressive, someone like a Simeone. Or even Enrique, like, you know, I could definitely be okay with him. Mm. I, just, I just need somebody who's going to be able to look at players and be like, yeah, then get the fuck off the field. A rum ball? Yeah, he he wants that back. I, and I don't blame him. That's Chelsea yeah, DNA. He, he, he's been in Chelsea's DNA. So it's like, at the end of the day, it also wins you trophies. 
think Simeone is cooked, but we can talk about that a little later. But um, hey, real quick though, did, yeah, go ahead. That's a little. You think that's a little unfair though to, to Potter, like the, the, because I I just have this feeling that a lot of these players that like Cucurella was already there when he got there. You know, I think Koulibaly was there when he got there. So you got players that you know that they had already picked up before he even he even became the manager, and then they're getting people like I said, like we talked about Jao Felix, and they're you know linked with uh, I think they were linked with uh, uh, what's the midfield from Benfica uh, when the World Cup um, uh, Enzo Mar- yeah, uh, Martinez Enzo, Enzo yeah. Fernandez Fernandez yeah. thank you sorry uh, no he, problem yeah right you know so they uh, about to pull the hundred and twenty million dollar trigger on him you know but they backed out of that so I mean. I that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know the what's the direction that Chelsea's going in. What style are you trying to play? What Potter needs more time. I think that's a little unfair if if he's not given that time. I, you know, I could see it too. Unfortunately, I'm with you, Clay. I, I could see him getting sacked, but but I just don't think that he deserves it. I think he needs more time. But if you lose a dressing room, it's going to be hard to 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 do anything. So I, I do feel you want like a demanding coach, though. Yeah, I feel yeah. like a part of him did want players like Obama Yang. Um, Koulibaly probably and it just hasn't worked out for him but yeah if you look at some of those players I feel like he's already kind of lost a lot of them so I don't know how he's going to go about trying to fix that relationship with those players for sure now shout out to Quissy for the stat of the day provided by Adam Keys on Twitter Ben White has 18 touches in the opposition box that's more than Aubameyang with 13 in the Premier League this season. So let's you know how nasty their tactics are. But uh, let's talk about some good stuff right now. Some teams that are on the come up, rising, haven't lost in over a month. The mighty Man United. Shout out, man. Ephraim, let us know. Your number 10 had a brace today. Rashford's waking up. The team is flowing well. Uh, Casemiro is informed. The martinez Varan partnership looks good. Uh, There's not much you can complain about, and it looks like you guys are about to sign a striker. So how does it feel, man, with the way the team is turning around, around uh, Ten Hag's tactics and leadership? Well, I think um, it's been amazing to watch, you know, and, you know, people can say, you know, sit there and say, hey, look at the opposition since you guys got back from the World Cup. I get that. Not the best, but still, let's be honest. You know they they can give people a, a scare. I think Nottingham, Nottingham uh, Forest. They I think they drew with uh Chelsea recently. So you know, kick rocks. Um, but no, I think they've been doing pretty good. You know, Rashford seven goals in six games. Um, you got we got some young wingers that look real real hungry. So uh, watch out, Jaden Sancho, because uh, you may be going down the pecking order. Some of these young guys is they they want it. They want that. Uh, Kolesri came in today uh, in the League Cup and looked pretty good. And he only played like, I don't know, 10 minutes. But he looked real good, had an assist in that 10 minutes. So, uh, so yeah, we got some young wingers there. Um, yeah, you talked about signing a striker. You know, we've been, we've been touted with uh, going after uh, Valt Veghorst from uh, – I think he's playing with a Turkish team right now. Um, but he's yep, on Besikas. loan. Yeah, Besikas. Thank you. He, he's on loan from Burnley. So, it's like a – you got to talk to Burnley, then they got to talk to Basitas. Maybe they need some kind of compensation because they're going to lose them. I think they had a, uh, I think they had an obligation to sign, or they wanted to sign them uh, permanent after the season. So they they're going to want something back. But yeah, United's rolling, man. The Gea, I know he had a, he had a little mistake the other day against Everton in the uh, FA Cup, but 
My man's had eight clean sheets in the Premier League. I think he's tied with second for, for the most this year. Um, like you said, the partnership in the back has looked good. All four in the back have looked great. Um, and the funny thing is, the 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 two main part, the two main guys, uh, Martinez and Varane, haven't played together since the World Cup. Uh, um, yeah, Lindelof's been playing more, right? Uh, Lindelof, Maguire, uh, Luke Shaw, a couple times, uh, at, the three ghost. times, I think. Yeah, he, I think he's played three times at uh, at uh, left center back. Um, so yeah, man, I I like what we're looking at. You know, we do we do need some depth. You know, like you said, striker. I'd love to see like another midfielder come in, but that won't happen this this break. But uh, I like our young guys; they look good. So I'm liking our youth academy how how we're looking. I think Ten Hag is taking over that, so he's he's getting them to develop the way he wants them to look. So yeah, man, I got nothing but 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 joy right now. And uh, I think real quick, I'll just say this real quick, and I wrap it up. But like I think what United have done, and and unfortunately, well, fortunately, I should say, we're about to switch ownership. Hopefully, that goes well. But uh. They've done taking a page out of like what Arsenal did a couple years ago with Arteta, like giving him the leadership, giving him the backing, the moves he makes, they back it. You know, anything he says and does, they pretty much back it. So, and that just gets you that respect. And that's what I'm going to go back to Chelsea real quick, Clay. That's what y'all need a, a leadership like that and the ownership backing your manager. And I think it's just, it bodes well and it's looking like it's, it's returning great results. So, for sure. Now, this is how you know. Dark days are at Chelsea FC because unprovoked, my man, Mr. Barry, shout out. He tweeted, or not tweeted, he texted me in a group chat. Chelsea depressing the heck out of me. Sheesh, end quote. That, see how what's going on. No one has the last time someone said something in this text thread was about seven hours ago. So something is on his mind. He might have saw something. And it's the precedent. Cletus, what are your thoughts on Mr. Barry's uh, text, man? I mean, you know, we could be depressed together. We could go to counseling together. Yeah, I'm going to connect you and Mr. Barry, man. <laughs> Shout out, Mr. Barry. But uh, Anthony, it's about to be a Manchester Derby this weekend. You guys are both on form. Are you nervous with how United is moving? Nah, Mars is activated. I'm better than I see Cancelo playing right wing. You know, I know that much. <laughs> well, we we gonna be all right. It's gonna be a close match. I ain't gonna go too much out there. It's at Old Trafford. Three. I'm gonna say three two. Okay, okay. Marcus, how do you feel about that matchup, man? Um, I kind of want to draw. I still want to be in the hunt. Yeah, but uh, I think United about to get. I think United finna get cooked real quick. A reality check. They gonna they gonna get off the ball head, man. (laughs) Claytis, how do you feel about the Manchester Derby, man? Are you like Anthony and Marcus that you think it's a walkthrough for City? I want to see a high scoring game because right now both teams seems like. You know, City is not scoring as much as they, they normally do, but United is. But City is the type of team that in hot games, especially like games against, uh, you know, Liverpool or even United or Chelsea, they end up, you know, scoring three or four goals. So I would love to see them go back and forth. For sure. Ephraim, how you feel? I'm sure you're confident with your boys, man, the way they look and how can you not be? Man, 
I'm going out on a limb. I'm going to say 2-1 United. Um, but although I, I can kind of see like a, a higher scoring match, 3-2, 4-3, something like that, 4-2. Um, but, uh, I mean, look, real quick, I think United is the only team, I think, to score that many goals against uh, uh, City. Like last time, it was 3-3. I know we got smoked, but we can score against them. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not too uh, uh, worried about that part. I think, I think we're going to be able to score a couple goals against them. Can I ask you something here? Go right ahead. So, you know, Rashford is what had what six and seven and six. Correct. And I don't want to downplay the teams that he scored against, but do you feel like now that he's playing, you know, tougher competition, is this the time that you kind of want to see him score goals because? That's what I'd be wanting to see from him. Like, I feel like even though he's kind of like in that group near the Mbappes and stuff like that, he's still like kind of far away from kind of. What like, do you What do you mean near? Hey, hey. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I know what you I know what you're getting at, Clay. I, I, like, I know you know, exactly like, what you're going you know, with that, yeah. like he's a winger, likes to come inside. You know, you kind of yes. want to see more goals from him. So, are these the type of games that you're kind of expecting to see him? You know, show up and get that goal. You know. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, even if it's not getting a goal, you know, make a difference in the game. Do something. Go at, the, you know, go at uh, who Cancelo maybe or or uh, if it's uh, Kyle Walker back there or even if it's the young guy. Uh, what's my man's name from uh, the city we just talked about in the chat? Even if it's him. You know, uh, uh, Rico Lewis. Phillip, right, Rico Lewis. Thank Philip you. Lom. <laughs> calm down. Yeah. We're not there yet. Yeah, um, yeah, he needs to relax. Yeah, that was way <laughs> too much going coming from uh, <laughs> You know, he knew, he knew yeah, better. You know. He should have known better. That anyway, propaganda, man. That propaganda, yeah. But real quick, yeah, uh, I agree with you on that, uh, Clay. I think, I think, yes, like somebody like Anthony, right? Yeah, I get it. His his price tag it makes him makes it seem like he should be the one of the best players in the world, even though we know he's not. So, yeah, you want to see those players going at it? Absolutely, make a difference in this game. Do something, you know. Make the crowd, you know, bring the crowd on your back, and and and. Challenge City, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I would like expect him to do something in the game, assist or goal or both, something like that. But yeah, absolutely, he should do something. I think he'll but, score. I think he'll score. But I, um, you know, as an Arsenal fan, we just trying to get top four. That's my mentality. And in this race for top four, I think it would be beneficial if it was a draw. So I'm gonna say a draw, but. I have a feeling that United's going to win, actually. The form is looking good. I think being at home will help. Ten Hag isn't afraid. I think the way you guys are playing now, I think you guys might eke out a 2-1 win. So that's you know, you my prediction. I think Ten Hag is kind of going to take this one personal as well. Because for me, I thought it was fucked up how Pep tried to downplay their affiliation. I mean, he doesn't know the boy, man. You feel me? So Ten <laughs> Hag is gonna take that personal because at Byron, come on, they 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 was thing one and thing two. Okay, so hey, I think Ten Hag is gonna try to turn up on it. And he's hey, adaptable. Man. I think. And the last thing, I think he's adaptable. I think he'll, you know, obviously we've seen it before when he, you know, playing Liverpool and playing Arsenal and I'm in, in City before, but you know, he's gonna let he's gonna let City have whole possession and. We have some very, you know, we can be dangerous on the counterattack. We are a very dangerous counterattacking team as well. So as as Liverpool and Arsenal can tell you. So absolutely. Hey. I'm not I'm just saying like that. What I'm saying is I'm not trying to be funny or I'm no, no, serious, you're, like you're, the tactics hey, you, wise. 
You got like, the right. We let you, you guys right hold possession. Right, we let you guys hold possession, and how do we score goals on the counterattack? So it was mostly on the counterattack. So yeah, that's all I'm saying. And with referees' assistance, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> uh, Liverpool, Marcus. UGA might be giving you joy, back-to-back champs, maybe a three-peat on the way. The Liverpool must be giving you a headache right now. 2-2 in your last FA Cup match. Goals from Nunes and Salah. Guedes scored a banger. And then Huang Hee-Chan scored the equalizer in the 66th minute. Uh, what did you think about that? And are Liverpool screwed with Van Dyke with no Van Dyke? How much does that hurt uh, your top four chase? What's funny, the record with Van Dyke, we won more <clears throat> than we lost. But uh, I'm going to be honest, it can't be Matip. Matip is, uh, he, he's cooked against pace, I would say that. Let me not say, let me not hate on Matip. But um, I don't know what it is. Is it the football gods? They, they getting back on us for getting them two on goals from old boy. Because this like two weeks in a row, Kanate don't did some old funny shit in the box. Like it's it's weird. Right now it's a weird time, but I'm gonna wait till we get into this transfer talk, and um, we we I'm gonna be happy about that because you know we might be bringing the real American joy to Liverpool soon. But uh, yeah, the, it's it's real funny right now, bro. The goals was nice. Nunez goal was nice at least. Solid goal yeah. was an outside goal. Nunez make the hard shots. I think we talked about that and Clay, but I I, I feel I feel Clay because he said he has belief in the guy. He believes that he's gonna come through. Yeah, I do too. I think he's gonna be all right eventually. I don't know what it is, man. The easy ones he can't make, hard ones he he make it. Like that one was that looked like it came off his shin, bro. I feel like in the Premier League, when like strikers come, it's like harder for them to adapt especially when they have to, like, be in close situations and try to, like, finesse shots. I would say what's helping him, too, is um, he play out in that wing. Oh, yeah. but but I would – we got to talk about it. It was the debut of Mr. Cody Gakpo. Was it? I thought he was still yeah. sitting down. Oh, snap. I was going to ask you that, too. Like, how'd you rate him? <laughs> but May I get that boy, like, a seven. I, I could see the nerves. All his passes was really? a little bit short. Hey, yeah. man. I mean, he don't got much responsibility. Shit. Run around, press, shit. Go get at your ass in the box, take some shots. I mean, he took two quality shots. They was looking light. But again, he got to adapt. So I don't, again, I, that's why I said I give him a seven. I mean, he pressed what I think he pressed well. Like, that's quick. Like, him and Jata are like the first dudes, I think, that like adapt to the press very quickly. It took, it's still taking DS a minute. He be fouling a lot. Well, um, yeah. but the wrap up, but the wrap up, uh, this this game talk, um, I would say, man, we we just look funny in the midfield, and, and um, we need to rebuild. We need we. I don't know if FSG wait until the summer to hire somebody dad as a scout or mm, yeah. what. You you know the allegations, man. The Bellingham hey, man. package. Hey, we'll take the brother, the father. We learned from Real Madrid. We know what's going on. It sounds like you learned from Mississippi State, man. <laughs> oh, sick, sick recruited tactics. But, hey, <laughs> I, I want to ask you, Marcus. Um, I think Luis Diaz 
joining last year during the winter and playing well immediately kind of put Gakpo like on a target like hey you got to show up now especially with hey did we need another attacker so we needed it you we think needed so? It. Okay. We needed it in this time because Diaz might not come back till um almost May. They talking about rumors because um he had to have he had to have another little surgery where he had to drain his joint. So uh, I it's in that situation and shit. I don't know no timeline for for Jata. So it's, it's it was geeked in that position. We can't keep playing um uh, Ox. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Shit, that boy. It's not Harvey Elliott time yet. Harvey Elliott time, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I I don't know what it is, what his position is. He kind of like how how you used to. I don't know what the kids. I want Carvalho to play, but Klopp is on some other shit. Like he ain't played him the last maybe three games. Maybe he got an injury in the background, but he ain't Mm. played him last three. Yeah. So are you saying Harvey is the new ox? Man, he got he better find a position. They trying he trying to make him a left midfielder, bro. But um if we get this rebuild going, I don't see him playing midfield. He's gonna have to learn the wing. I mean, he is <laughs> one <laughs> spot up for grabs, okay? From what I'm from what I'm seeing. So um yeah. him and him and Carvalho are gonna have to fight for that. For sure. All right, well, I guess I might as well talk about what my favorite team is doing. Uh, (laughs) I try to be low on them because I'm seeing the fall off. They beat Oxford United 3-0. That was a nice result. They wore their all-white, you know, uniforms, you know, trying to combat racism. I don't know what all-white uniforms will do. Shout out to, you know, I guess the effort. Uh, Eddie Nketiah had a brace. El Nani scored. It was a nice result, you know, especially since Arsenal crashed out of the domestic cups early. It's nice to see they're still alive, but they play Man City next in the FA Cup, so it might be over soon. And that result, uh, that match will take place January 28th. So this is like I've been saying since last uh, week. This is about to be like a hell week, hell two weeks, because... This weekend on Sunday, we go to Tottenham for the North London Derby. We got our ass whipped by them last year when we needed a result for top four. The same with Newcastle. They whooped our ass last year when we needed a result for top four. And as you guys knew, uh, know, we drew them nil-nil. So I'm nervous about this. Yeah, Tottenham's not informed, but it's a derby and Harry Kane always scores. So that's going to be an issue. And we don't play well over there. And then after that, we host United on the 22nd, another Sunday match. Then, like I said, City in the FA Cup. So by February, we'll see what this team is made of. But um, I have to say that I like what we're doing collectively, but we still need more depth in attack. We'll see what we can do. But um, before we get into transfer talk, I just want to update the people out there about what's going on in the other leagues because we all support uh, Premier League clubs, so the pod can be slanted towards England. Claytis also is a Bayern Munich fan, but we, you know we don't talk about the Bundesliga that much because, like we said, the first episode or the second episode, as soon as they body rock the first team of the season, they played. It, it's the league is over. 
they had a few issues, but right now they're four points clear. Everybody's paid 15 matches. Second place is Freiburg. Third is Leipzig. And fourth is uh, Frankfurt. Right behind on goal difference is Berlin. Right now, Dortmund is six. I guess they need more playmaking from Jude to wake up. Uh, Syria. Thick up. Napoli. <laughs> Napoli lost finally they're not undefeated no more um so they're still clear though 44 points first place comfortably second place is Juve with 37 Milan also has 37 and third and fourth is Inter um in Liga, similar to the Bundesliga you know it's over even though it's only a four-point lead for PSG we know it's it's over but shout out to Lin man they doing well they're second place, 40 points. And uh, on New Year's Day, they beat PSG 3-1. Shout out my boy Samid, Ghana International. He was balling. He bossed that midfield. Marseille is third, and then Ren is fourth. And La Liga is very interesting because right now, Barcelona is first with 41 points. Real Madrid is right behind on 38 points. Real Sociedad is uh, third with 32, and Real Betis is fourth with 28 points. Right behind them is Atletico and Villarreal with 27, and even Athletic Bilbao with 26. So similar, you know, typical <laughs> La Liga. The top two is close, and then the race for the rest of the top four is hot. But um, let's get into the transfer talks because it's January, and... This is the time when middle of the season, you got to make your improvements if you want to make a push for something. And right now we know City, they're cool. They don't have to do anything. They have the depth. They just need players to come back healthy. Marcus, you got some breaking news for us. You said you got a U.S. acquisition loading. Hey, man, we got the Black Power Ranger on the way. Yeah, we needed a Nabby replacement. I'm sorry, Nabby. It's time for you to go. Ox, it's time for you to go. We got us another track star. Musa. Valencia, go ahead. Let us get him for 18, bruh. And um, also on the on that transfer tip, yeah, we, we got a new update, new rumor. We're gonna hire the whole family. And we're gonna sign Jude's son, man. Those are the taxes we going with. Hold on, yeah. Jude has a kid. What are you say now? You said you say you gonna sign Jude's son hey, with his unborn child. His unborn son. Hey man. FSG, do what you gotta do. What you gotta <laughs> do. But um, it's either Musa or uh, old boy from Brighton. Um, what's his name? Um, the the damn Moises Casado. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah he's good. But but they talking too crazy because of that World Cup. We're, we're not giving you 70 mil, bro. Relax. I mean, okay? is it don't you think Valencia's gonna text for the World Cup for Musa too? I mean, he doesn't play as much, bro. <laughs> Why I mean, is that? We're playing, we're replacing depth with depth, okay? We're not replacing um, a starter with okay. Man. Nabby has to release the number eight. I'm sorry, I roll with Nabby, but he has to release that eight, bro. Amen. It's yeah. ugly. It's ugly. Yeah. It's not even on the field like that. Eunice, you see why we let you go? You're just a runner, boy. I'm sorry. 
Sick. Sick. Hey man, hey, man. He was from my academy. I remember him. He was hey, he's in the same Klopp. generation as Smith Rowe and Saka. And they they went up to the first team and they told that brother good luck. Hey, Klopp gonna gonna develop him and he gonna come on his revenge tour to uh Arsenal. <laughs> I'll be shaking in my boots, man. <laughs> Ephraim, you already saluted your uh striker on the way do you think uh united needs anything else this window uh yeah i would say why not i mean uh i think uh dallo just got hurt today so that just shows right you know even though wamba has been playing yeah wamba Saka's there man <laughs> yeah Wamba <Saka's> Whoa. <laughs> i mean come on man i mean he's just getting on form he's just looking good and granted look he looks fine. He played inverted again today, so that that shows something. Um, but I, we can't rely on, you know, I don't think we can just rely on, you know, Juan Basaka being the backup necessarily. But hey, I'll take it for now. But we'll see uh, going forward. You know, depending on this injury. Um, but other than that, I mean, I, I, we just don't have the money to go off to anybody. We just got uh, Valt Veghorst. Not a boom from uh, Fabrizio Romano yet, but. Uh, but or here we go, I should say that's what he says, right? Here we go. Not at one of yep. those for him yet, but uh, you know, they he said that it's all stipulations about you know, um, Bastik Bastik just getting paid from Man United and Burnley getting paid as well. Uh, so and then Valt Veghorst will be a United player probably in the next week or so, and within this week maybe. So uh, that looks like all we're really going for right now. You know, we missed out on uh, Joao Felix, and I, and also don't think that. We were ready to pay uh, some money for him that they wanted. So, anyway, yeah, I, that, that's that's all we're looking at right now. So, summer here we come. For sure. Now, uh, Marcus, I got something funny for you, man. I'm on football reference. <laughs> you know who they said Eunice uh, Musa's most the player he's most similar to. Danny was... Ro- Rodriguez of Mallorca. Never oh. heard of. Him. He's oh, 34 wow. years old. He's... <laughs> so they say your boy Eunice is moving like a, a senior citizen on the pitch. Congratulations. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> hey, man, I didn't make up the comparison, man, but it's interesting. I'm not saying it's a 100% fact. It's just interesting that based on the statistical breakdown, he, he plays like a 34-year-old. But uh, <laughs> Claytis, I mean, you guys are the hottest team, and you guys might be tenth place in the league, but you guys are number one in the transfer window, man. Every time somebody Ooh. is linked to somebody, you guys are looking in. Right now, you guys want mut- muttering. You guys, John Felix, yeah, man, break it down, man. I think you guys are still looking for a few other players. Who y'all looking at, Marcus? <laughs> cheat, cheat, boys. Uh-huh. Anthony, what y'all looking at? Let me know. I'll pass it over to Todd. <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, Dan. I looked up Musa, and they saying he plays like a Renato. What's his name? Renato hey, hey. Sanchez and Danny Daniel Daniel. Mm. I don't know who the hell these guys are. Hey, All I know is the one guy Sancho, who used to play on Bayern and always get hurt. Yeah, he's hurt right now. I think, man. He, he's revamped his little career, though. He, he's yeah. having a lot at PSG, so. 
so uh Cletus, hey, no, I, ain't, I ain't gonna let we ain't gonna let Clay <laughs> talk not talk about Clay. I mean Todd out here playing Monopoly, bro. We hey I got Ant with FFP on on hold right now. Yeah, I was actually that's why I wasn't talking. I'm drafting yeah. up the paper for now. Sorry, <laughs> he's already on his way over over to the offices. Yeah, yeah, I already know I'm, I'm looking at the numbers myself. Three hundred and forty-one point four million pounds is what he's played so far. Look at Cletus participating in the it, in the case. It, there's gonna be somebody knocking on your door soon, Cletus. Don't worry. <laughs> All I know is he went to William and Mary. I, I went to Norfolk State, no association. Okay. Well, hold the green and gold. Hey, man, I, I don't know the guy. But looking at the players that he's purchased, it's a lot of question marks on him. 47 for, for Raheem Sterling, 34 for Kulabali, and his top purchase so far is Mark Cucurella for 63. Hmm. And if we focus on those three individuals, is not looking good. Obama yeah. in for 10.3. Nasty. And then now we just signed uh Ja Felix on an 11 point something uh loan and we're paying his full his full fees. All his wages. Full salary. You he, he's getting all the bread through Chelsea now. Mm. And you know he was on an ugly contract over Atletico, and that's why they're <laughs> yeah. So you know it's it's not I, I honestly don't know. And we're in the market for for Marcus now, so hopefully. Oh yeah, Marcus Turam. Yeah. Hey, bro, I don't want to come. <laughs> Whatever you got, we're taking it. Oh my days! This is nasty transfers, right. man. You can't even put a team together though. Hey, I think in Football Manager, if if Football Manager, like if you send it to like twenty twenty eight, Chelsea might be dominant with all these kids, and they got. They are rated highly, so we'll see how they develop. But um, they would get Arsenal... negative three. They would get negative three because they would get violations. You know that. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, man. I don't know because some of these signings, bro. If you like three hundred and forty-one point four million pounds, and how long? Not even a year. I mean, hey, push it to the limit. You know. Run it up. Yeah, I think our squad number is going to be 28, 29, which is over Premier League. So I don't know what we're going to be doing. But I know. What do you mean you don't know what you're going to be doing? You guys are the kings of loans. I mean, nah, we're going to be freeing niggas soon. For prime example, number J5, he's going to be erased soon. A lot of individuals individuals are going to be leaving, bro. Lukaku? Yeah, he's. So. Pulisic, what's up with him? Is he's hurt again, right? Yeah, you know, I'm 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 okay to send him to to Miami or send him back to Germany. Hey, Miami, you think it's over retirement? Yeah, you might as well milk the money while you can. Yeah, get that MLS check. I ain't mad at that either. Hey, that's a nasty I mean, look, the U.S. need to move on anyway. Like he only, like, look, he just keep getting hurt too much, and I think they they, they rely on him too much to be the focal point. He's not really doing much at Chelsea right now. He ain't getting any PT. Every time he come in, he gets hurt. He's staying. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I feel you, Clay. I'm like, yeah, yeah. With Arsenal, it looks like we might be getting Mudrick soon. I don't know about the fee. I'm not feeling it. They're saying it's going to be a package close to 100 million. 
Uh, another transfer fee wow. for for a YouTube baller. I don't know. We'll see. I still think we need a defensive midfielder because if Partey is gone, we're in trouble. And um, I would have liked Jao Felix if the loan was more affordable. That didn't happen because we need backup for Nketiah because if that brother goes down, then <laughs> I guess it might be Martinelli at striker, something nasty. So we'll see how that goes. But um. I got a little international report for y'all. Maybe I need to figure out some music. Ephraim will bless me. He's the master engineer, editor, you know. Ephraim, you might have to blast me with some little Daddy Lumba, man. Some Ghanaian tunes, man, for, for this international report. Because I got something for y'all. Last week, I gave y'all U.S. Tell, you know, the Rania family, top informants for U.S. soccer. They had me Googling where the U.S. soccer headquarters are. It's in Chicago, by the way. Shout out to them. It's a family tradition. <laughs> of telling? Oh, Lord. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a sick tradition. <laughs> but um, right now, shout out Kylian Mbappe, a man of honor and integrity, because the France Football Federation president tried to throw shots at Zidane talking about yeah, Deschamps was always going to be the coach. Zidane, I didn't even, I wouldn't even give him a call. Who cares? Deschamps the man. And Mbappe rightfully went on Twitter and said, hey, boy, don't ever disrespect Zidane. Zidane is France, punk. And that's true. So I like Mbappe standing up for the OGs because a lot of these people in the front office think they're the reason why these players are winning. No, it's the talent and it'll always be the talent. And don't you punks ever forget it. Shout out to Mbappe. Hold hold these French white boys up, man, because you know they need you. You are the dynasty, and I like that. Zidane should be the the new France coach, but whatever. They want Haram Ball for another four years. Go ahead. Um, What else is going on? Oh, yeah. The chance starts on Friday the 13th, y'all. The African Nations Championship. I've been letting y'all know. It's going to be hot. It's in Algeria. I'll be keeping y'all updated as the tournament progresses. And in other news, wrapping it up, Roberto Martinez, you got a great manager. You got a great agent, boy. He's the manager of Portugal national team now. Mind you, he's from Spain. And his career highlight was winning the FA Cup and getting relegated the same year. So, Yeah, how did he land this job? Like That's, that's wild <laughs> when I read that. Like hey, he man. had the best generation of like what would they may call the best generation of Belgian football yeah. and could do anything with him. And now he gets to to get a great, I think, a really good good great. Yeah, another another Portugal golden team. generation. What how is this possible? Anyway, yeah. hey, and hey, with that golden generation, he he took Belgium to third place in 2018 World Cup. You yeah. know, I, I yeah. guess that. That is an achievement, but uh, yeah, we'll see what he does with this new Portugal golden generation because the first generation, uh, the first golden generation of Portugal, their you know peak was losing in the Euro final at home in 2004. Eventually, 2016, Cristiano was able to lead them to their first international silverware. Shout out to Eder for making the goal in the final. And then let's see what this generation does with Martinez. So it'll be interesting. But what what do uh, the rest of y'all think about Martinez taking the Portugal job? And should they have just looked straight and let 
uh, Jose Mourinho do double duty and coach Portugal and Roma? I I don't think Roberto is ready to to cl- uh, coach club football, so I think he's trying to duck all the smoke, honestly. Because if you think about it, where do you think he's going to go and be successful? If you, I don't think he really knows like club football anymore, so I feel like he's content being international coach. But I don't see him winning a trophy with this Portugal team, only again because he doesn't know tactics. Yeah, I, I could see that. Ephraim, do you think that was a good move, or do you think they should have took the risk and went with the Mourinho route? I don't know. Great question. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I, I'm just more surprised, I guess, versus anything else. So, I don't know. Uh, maybe take the Mourinho route, route, but man, this is gonna be interesting. I'll say that much. Anthony, what do you think about it? Do you think Portugal are playing themselves by you know? Because we were talking about this when the news broke. Yeah, you know me, man. I'm a Mourinho fan. I actually would have liked to see him uh, do double duty. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would have been cool. Other than that, this is kind of this is a shaky, weird decision. Um, because he Martinez, uh, he he did trick it, uh, with Belgium. So, yeah, like I told y'all when I forgot what match it was in the World Cup. When you see a coach put down that upside down triangle like he did he knows he fucked up that midfield selection (laughs) (laughs) he was throwing that he was throwing that diamond upside down fast help help where's the base where's the base help oh Uh, man but speaking of help we got to talk about Nuri Sahin. shout out to Claytis because he wanted to talk about this last week but we were pressed for time um, if you guys don't remember, Nuri Sahin was a very talented young midfielder coming through the Borussia Dortmund Academy. He was a part of the team that actually won uh, their Bundesliga title in 2011. Then he moved on to Real Madrid, uh, had injury issues, uh, was made a guest appearance at Liverpool, went back to Dortmund. Um, he's only 34 years old. He was supposed to have a long and fruitful career had the potential to be Turkey's one of their greatest players, but unfortunately it didn't work out for him. But right now he's a manager at Antalaspor. That's also the club he last played for and ended his career there in the Turkish uh, first division. And he went viral recently because (laughs) he was holding his players off against the refs, trying to protect the refs from his players because they were mad with the result. And he was like, hey, man, don't blame the refs. Don't blame the refs. Push them off. Ironically, one player ended up getting a red card. It was a black man. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But it was interesting to see, like, dang, Nuri Sahin, he's basically, he's my he's in my age group. Like, I remember when he was coming up in Dortmund. I was a in eighth grade, a freshman in high school. Like, I remember that summer I went to Germany and, like, he was like one of the big wonder kids they were talking about. So for him to be a coach right now is wild. But um, how do y'all feel about this new generation of players becoming 
coaches because we also have Shabi Alonzo at Bayer Leverkusen. We have Jack Wilshire. Now he's Arsenal's under 18 head coach. Ses Fabregas has been at Arsenal a lot recently. You can tell he's about to become a coach. He already has his uh, badges and he's working to get the Continental Pro license. Uh, shout out Asamwa Jen, the baby jet. He got his UEFA badges. He's starting his coaching career. And um, Afatua Dadi, uh, he was a Ghana international goalie for a long time. He's starting his coaching career. How do you guys feel about these guys that we grew up watching becoming coaches? And do you think it's good for the sport? Yeah, I think it's great. Um, you know, you mentioned some great play people. You know, you also had like Wayne Rooney, Vincent Company, and you got Michael yep, Carey. Yeah. I mean, you got hey, good you know, shout all out. These, yeah, you got all these companies is Burnley. doing well, right? Sorry, uh, sorry, E. Burnley is doing well. They're first place in mm-hmm. the championship right now. And that's not easy. My bad. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, E. Oh, you're good. We just played them in the uh league cup uh before we just played Charlton uh Charlton Athletic. And uh, you know, they, they you can see some good things about them. Um, you know, so you got that going on, you know, uh, so I, I enjoy watching this because it, it's, it's given, you know, it's given some of our, you know, the greats that we used to watch, uh, this opportunities to stay in the game. Um, you know, they're, they're continuing on, especially people like, uh, Nori, uh, uh, signing, you know, that, that had in his career a little earlier than he would have liked to, I'm sure. Uh, Wayne Rooney didn't, you know, he had a great career with United. But now he's he's still what I think he just turned forty or or whatever. I mean, look at that, and he's he's, yeah, he's still young, right? You know, Vincent Company. I don't think know if he's forty yet. I don't think he's forty yet. Maybe he just turned forty. I don't know. Um, Wayne Rooney, thirty-seven. I mean, come on, man. Way. He's younger than me, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah. my god, she right. Vincent not be going on him. Vincent Company, thirty-six. <laughs> look at that. They both younger than me. They're in your age range. Most they're a little bit older than you guys, and so. Um, yeah, I love it, man. I think it's wonderful for the game. I think it's what it's also going to do is going to start giving more black and uh, coaches of color uh, more opportunities to coach now. I think it's, it's waking that up now. So I, I really like seeing what I'm seeing. For sure. And um, not to get too dark, but in my football manager save, E, uh, Crystal Palace got relegated, so Patrick Vieira got fired. So, you know. Oh yeah, and one more thing. I think uh Colo Torre, I can't I can't remember who staff he's on or was on recently. Oh yeah, he yeah. was at Leicester. There you go. Whatever so Brendan Rodgers is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's his boy. Yeah, <laughs> yep. now he's coaching Wigan. Yeah. yeah. Right. Nice. See, so stuff like that. So I'm 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 loving what I'm seeing. Sorry, y'all. Nah, that's a good shout out, E. Uh Marcus. Isn't it wild to see Nuri Sahin as a coach now? And uh, what player do you think would make a great coach? Don't say Henderson, please. Um, It is sick because, like how you said, seeing somebody that's close to your age, you're like, shit, damn, he just went out here and said, fuck playing, and I'm going to just go ahead. And Because usually at this age, at that age, this when they're doing their swan song, they're going to the Japan leagues, they're going to the Turkish leagues, the slower leagues where they can – Still shine MLS, um for some yeah not not you um Bell yeah happy retirement you sucker whoa <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I, I forgot I forgot about y'all beef I forgot about y'all beef he did body rock y'all in the Champions League before huh hey, shout man. out to Gareth Bell concussion concussion bro whoa whoa 
We need that asterisk. We need that shit back like USC. Hey, man, don't worry about it, man. <laughs> you guys won the Champions League after that. And you guys yeah, won the man. Champions League in my in my football manager safe. So congratulations, Marcus. I pre I appreciate that, man. I'm still out here with Stoom Gratz trying to win the league. I got <laughs> cooked by Liverpool and PSG six zero. Uh, oh man, in the Champions League? Yes, sir. You uh, should man. I was just happy to be there, okay? <laughs> um, Speaking hey, but oh, I no, would say ahead. I would say uh, your answer your second question, who I think would be a good coach, Thiago. Because I think yeah. he 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 since he knows so many different languages, I think it, he's a translator for uh, Darwin. So I think like him him being like he already practicing it right now. He a ment- he been a mentor for shit almost about six plus years now. So I think I think he would probably be the best out of my squad per se. Hendo, I don't know. I think Hendo and uh, Gerard would have the same is gonna have the same uh, trajectory because. <laughs> I'm seeing rumors that sorry to add to this uh international update so late, but um nah, go ahead, man. Gerard is supposedly about to get the polling job. Oh my day, he said. And um shout out <laughs> to Clay. Larice is done. Yeah, rest adios, in piss. Adios, adios. Rest in piss, sucker. Hey man. Let me ask y'all this real quick. Uh, nah. Matter of fact, let me ask Anthony this. Um, we which gave play- him a moment of silence? Who? Which one, Loris? Yeah, sucker. Man. That nigga, man, you don't get no moment of silence. Yeah, <laughs> man. And I, hey, man. Shout out to my man of my that I was parlaying with at work earlier because we was getting mad. He was getting me mad about the World Cup again. He said because he's an older homie. He's like, I never seen it. Six match, six matches. You get six penalties. He was talking about Pessy. You know, he was getting, he was getting me mad. <laughs> he said, he said, um, the young generation of France, they are against that boy Messi now. They're on Cristiano heavier than ever. And he showed me the Monaco young homies all doing the new Cristiano celebration after a guaza. Oh yeah, <laughs> sick. This new generation. It's going to be different. And yeah, Argentina, I got extra plucks for y'all because I'm still reading that Pele autobiography. And he talked about how y'all used to call them monkeys, man. You sick racist. I don't like y'all. I'm still mad y'all won the World Cup, but it is what it is. But uh, Anthony, what player do you think would be a good manager? You can take the Marcus route, which I think is a cool idea, but like highlighting someone on your team that you think would be a good manager down the line. Uh, I think it would be Gundogan. He'd be a good manager. Yeah, good uh, shout out. Yeah, um, he just uh, got his uh, didn't he get his uh, like coaching uh certificate or something? Managing. I think he did start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's working on that. So I think he he'd be a a good one. Uh, and plus, he he has that football manager plug. So who knows? Oh, man. Yeah, sick promo. Yeah, he yeah. he's been coaching with the your under 16 starting his uh license course. So nice. yeah, that's word. So yeah, that's a good shout out. Uh Claytis, who on Chelsea would be a good manager? Well, now nah, don't say Tiago Silva, because we know he's the answer, but who else? Man. I don't trust none of them. Might just have to be Mason. 
Oh my oh, hell no. Yeah, that's 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 the best we got so far. That's nasty. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Ephraim, who on United would you say would make a good manager? Uh I think uh somebody like Bruno Fernandez, maybe. Um, I do, I really do. I think he would be a good manager. I think he I feel would. like he might I feel like he might get choked out in the locker room like how <laughs> Sam Mitchell got beat up by Vince Carter back in the days. If you know, you know. Or was it Jerry Stackhouse? You get the hands on the I touch think... line, bro. <laughs> I don't think so though. I think I think I think he'd be a good coach because I think he likes to, you know, he he's he is a commander of our pretty much a commander of our midfield for the most part, even though he plays more of a like a number 10 role. But uh he, he definitely he definitely commands it. So and I you know he's unofficially the 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 captain of the team, even though Maguire still is, but whatever. Ephraim, but yeah, I think he you, could you, you Ephraim, you said commander too much. You can't be a commander's fan and say command like that too much, man. <laughs> well, we can say that for another podcast. We don't have to mention that on here right now. <laughs> that another embarrassment of a team. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I think he'd be great, honestly. Yeah, that's that's mine for United. All right, now let's get into our champagne goal of the week. Claytis, you can set it off because you already said it, your answer, but you can say it again, my man. I mean, you know, that beautiful free kick. Nothing else he could do. That that was pure class right there. And you know, like Ephraim said, Mars has woken up once more. Yeah. For sure. I'm going to take another wild route. I told them in the chat this weekend, this would be my champagne goal of the week. And I'm going to stick with it. Ring around the Rosie. Kansas City Chiefs disrespecting the Raiders with that new NFL street play. That shit was nasty, man. How you going to have a little seance circle around me and then set up perfectly, have a little flea flicker to the quarterback. He throw a screen and he break a tackle and it's a touchdown. Embarrassing. That's my champagne goal to win. It's a touchdown. Backyard football. <laughs> yeah, man. Kansas City disrespectful. They, they yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. Andy Reid, I feel like Andy Reid be playing like the old Madden where you could create a playbook and just be doing anything. Oh, let's see if this will work. But uh, Anthony, what's your champagne goal of the week? Yeah, I'm going to just uh... – Piggyback off what Claytis said, that Mares free kick was beautiful. That joint was, you got to admire it. For sure. Ephraim, what's your champagne goal of the week? I'm going to give my man Anthony some some love this week. He got a uh, goal today, which was a curler from outside the box. It was beautiful, 21st minute. Word. Marcus, What's yours, man? Is it just the national championship? <laughs> just murdering them niggas? <laughs> Sheesh, man. We could go with that, goddamn. Um, shit, we can go with that. That you said that disrespect the disrespectful huddle. Shit, we had a, a, a huddle. We called a sugar sugar huddle, and um, <laughs> that was how Lad McConkey was thirty yards down the field, wide open. Uh, no, but my that. champagne goal of the week. It's Darwin Nunez. I don't know what the fuck that taunt was afterwards, but hey, off the shin in the goal. Beautiful pass by Trent as well. Yeah, man. I don't. Hey, I like the way he was cussing out Hendo that game. He he was telling him to fuck off because he was asking for the ball. Like, what <laughs> for? What for? Ugly crosses. 
Hey man, that's your leader. You want Jude, you better make Hendo happy, right? That's his big homie. Man, he can sit on the bench and be the mentor, like Milner next year. <laughs> oh man. In the club all-stars before we go, I gotta have the Georgia Bulldogs. Shout out to Champ Bailey. I remember watching him as a kid at Georgia. So shout out to them. And shout out to Gareth Bell, a long, successful career. Another guy, injuries, ended his career. He's only 33. So we so, fighting in the club if he in the VIP, bro. I'm sorry. Oh man. Whoa. Come on, man. That's he's an MLS legend, man. Bro, he beat Atlanta United also. Well, you know, that's a part of becoming a legend. You got a dog Atlanta, right? Not no more, man. <laughs> Who's in the club with you, Marcus? I know you in there with Georgia, but who else, man? Hey, man, like you said, me and Stetson, we got the cigars, me and Jalen. Shit, we even got Quavo in this bitch. Whoa. But, um, shit, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna have Trent in there with me, dog. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with Trent. Like you said, that beautiful cross, he told Hendo to fuck off. He actually, and he defended this week, okay? The last day, <laughs> ain't nobody, I, I want to say that in the soccer chat, ain't nobody been talking shit about Trent defending for the past month because that boy don't did some nice goddamn tackles in that box. So, hey, Trent, we in that motherfucker, man. Come smoke these cigars with me. Qu Quavo, you need to learn how to light that motherfucker. <laughs> Anthony, who's in the club with you, man? Uh, Dang. Morris is still in the club. Even though he left, he's Whoa. still in the club. In, nice. in spirit. So, he, just know, he in the club. E-Money Bags, are you doing spinneroonies with Anthony in the club? Nah, I'm, I'm, I was going to say United was in the club with me, but I'm going to give it to Garrett Bell since he retired from football. So, I think he could arguably be one of the better British players or United, you know, players from United Kingdom. So, I'm going to give it to him. For sure. Now, Claytis, you got to wrap it up. You in the club still? I mean, of course, man. The hottest nigga on the planet, Kylian Mbappe, you know, just for the fear, you know, the way he show respect for Zidane and standing up for him and, you know, going against the authority. So, yeah, so, you know, Kylian's outside, you know. We appreciate what he did for Zidane, showing respect. And, you know, just like the president disrespected Kareem, Try to disrespect Zidane, but shout out to my boy Killian. For sure. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say who, what Arsenal player I think would make a great coach. Uh, granted, Shaka's the obvious answer because, you know, he's the leader of the pitch. He's the veteran, Partey, too. But I would say the guy that I think would be a great manager is Odegaard. You can tell the way he reads the game. He's very cerebral. And he's a hard worker. I like how he talks to people. Zinchenko also. I think Zinchenko would be a good coach. Like, if you see how he talks to his teammates, how he tries to motivate them, he's a guy that we needed, not just because of his quality, but because of the leadership skills that he has. So, I mean, you see how hard him and his wife are recruiting for Mudrick. I mean, that's a leader. That's a coach. So, shout out to them. But, uh. We can't end this pod without Marcus saying the signature tag, especially since he is the reigning back-to-back -back national champion. So go ahead, Marcus. Hey, man. Back-to-back -back. <laughs> national champions. Hey, man. Till next time, keep them pinkies up.